0: This episode of the Beards for Radio podcast is brought to you by Farbar Fashion, Clothing, and Design. Make sure to go to far-ebar.com to browse products and hopefully buy something because it's all authentic, handmade, and from a very small business. So support your small businesses and go to far-ebar.com. Tell them the beard sent you. It probably won't get you anything, but just do it.
1: Beards for Radio Hey, uh, welcome back everybody to the best radio show on the Anchor app. This is Beards for Radio. I'm Sasha.
0: And I'm Joe. And that's a fact. We, we are that's number it. one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we're, uh, Officially two weeks away from the first NFL Sunday, and uh, really the college football season began last night, and the biggest takeaway for me had nothing to do with the game, because while I was watching the game on the ESPN bottom line, you know, where they have the headlines and the highlights and whatnot, there was the breaking news, and I was like, okay, what's this breaking news going to be? Because I'm, you know, there's always something this time of year that kind of shocks you. And I was right. shook when I read that ESPN reported from the Colts. He is retiring from the NFL. I, I was shook. Like, I, I'm i still kind of shook by it.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think Andrew Luck's been so plagued with injuries that, like, I don't know what the man's going through. Like, He could be going through ailments that like, we don't know about. Right. You know, it's like a, a, from the human perspective – I, I hope everything's all right with him upstairs, yeah. <laughs> downstairs, and everything between. You feel me? But as right. for a, for a fans' a perspective, um, I've invested in you. I've invested in you. This team's invested in you. You took the money. Okay, you had no problem. It ta- no problem taking the money. Okay, you you, you got these uh, fans that have invested in you, bought your gear, bought your merch, are excited about the season coming up. You're uh, the connection he had with Ebron last year, Marlon Mack stepping up, doing pretty good. You think, okay, is this going to be the year where we see Andrew Luck's supposed greatness? And then he hits everybody with this bombshell. And, I mean, I, it's a great area for me. You know, like I said, like one side, I look at the human aspect. I hope everything is okay with him. It's health-wise, mentally, too, because with, you know, CTE going around, he's a big dude. He, t- he takes lumps. And, and and he's probably one of the most physical uh, quarterbacks out there, dude. He's he's, a th- he's tough, he's a tough, dude. So right. I hope it's I hope it's for that uh, reason and that reason alone. But man, I mean, he's young. I feel like he has more tread on the you go know, tread on the tires. And I and I and I, I feel for the fans who are booming him, you know. But then again, I feel for him too. So I mean, it's a great area. It sucks, you know. I, I wish you could still see, you could still see more out of him. I'm sure the um. Minneapolis fans want to too, but you know, at the end, you know, he's got to look out for himself because he doesn't exactly. want to be resitt- sitting there walking like Roger Staubach uh, into the uh, uh, Hall of Fame, moving like a robot. So,
0: yeah, I mean, and um, great I, area. Don't, I don't really question what he has between his ears because the dude is a Stanford graduate, so who, am, who are we to, like, question with uh, his thinking? But, yeah, like, the team, the problem is, like, Yes, the Colts took him with the number one pick, and they ha- they picked a player like T.Y. Hilton later in that same draft. But they really, to me, didn't do their part to protect him until the last year. Like, I-, I really don't question his toughness at all, Andrew Luck, because you look back at the 2016 season, there were reports that he couldn't even practice because he was so injured, but he was still playing every game that season. And he kind of does have the effect of an Aaron Rodgers type of quarterback where when he's on the team, yes, they're, they're competitors in their division and in the whole league. But when he's not, it's like they're competing for a different thing That's the first overall pick, you know? Right. Um, so I, I, I get why people would be upset because like I said, we're two weeks away from the season, but. I've I've seen people like oh why didn't he say this back in April when they were, uh, drafting they could have drafted a quarterback he didn't know back in April, you know he's he's recently had an ankle and calf, uh, issue that they haven't figured out and he just said it's not progressing, and this is four straight years, you know with his words were injury pain rehab, oh and you know hit hit repeat cycle. Remember, he missed the whole 2017 season with a, a weird weird shoulder injury and a lot of people were questioning if he was ever going to play again and if he could play what kind of level could he be at because when he was in the league when he was playing he was great. He he's not one of the greats because he could never he didn't have the longevity, he, he you know, the best ability is availability. Right. It sucks, but he was one of the greats. And as a fan, yeah, I'm a little upset. Not with him, but just like the game of football lost a great. And I'm a huge fan of great quarterback play. It's like watching modern art. You know, I right. love Aaron Rodgers, Dan Marino, Peyton Manning. My favorite player currently is Patrick Mahomes. You know, the players that just, you know, even Tom Brady. I've, I mean, I hate Tom Brady, but the way he plays the game, yes. Sometimes I love it because I'm just – I'm a fan of beautiful quarterback play. And uh, I'm kind of just like hitting all this, the points I want to get to, but it's like he's he hasn't just had one issue. You know, like Peyton Manning had a neck issue for the latter half of his career, or Aaron Rodgers has had uh, knee issues. He had a concussion – He had a kidney issue that had him uh, urinating blood every time he had to go to the bathroom. He had uh, the shoulder injury, I I aforementioned. And he's now dealing with a calf and uh, an ankle. So he said he wants to live a good life, and he can't do that if he continues to play football. So I think he's he's doing what's best for him he doesn't need the money he he's got almost 100 mil saved up just from playing and he's got a degree from stanford and he is he's one of the he was one of the most fun players to watch uh, tj ward said on twitter you know every time i sacked andrew luck he'd be like oh that's a great hit tj and you have no idea how much that irks me tj tj ward said <laughs> like he was just such a unique football player and I feel like we only got a glimpse of what he could have been. And even what he was, was great. Like, I, I feel like in the two, during the 2012 draft discussions, when people were saying he's, he's a can't-miss prospect, uh, one of the best quarterback prospects. <coughs> sorry. One of the best quarterback prospects in decades. Based on what I saw from him on the field, they were Right. Right. It's it's just so unfortunate for the game. And, yeah, for any indie, indie fans. Look, I wouldn't boo Andrew Luck if I were there. Like, I who, like a lot of people are like, oh, well, you only play half a year. You only play on Sundays. No. When you're a professional athlete, the work is year-round. Just because you don't see it on screen, that doesn't mean you're not putting it in. That's like right. playing a, a radio host only works when they're on the air. No, there's show prep. There's so much. There's so many different things that go into it. You know, there's audience prep. There's so much stuff that goes into it. You know, right? And I, right. We know We know a brief history. We we know like a little bit of that side. So if people said like, "Oh, you only put work into your podcast when you're on air," that's not true. Like we we put a lot of planning into this. Believe it or not. Right. So.
1: <laughs> no, believe it. Yeah, no, yeah. no, no, not believe it.
0: You don't have a but, choice. Believe <laughs> us.
1: Believe us. Right. No, no, you're absolutely right, man. It's just like, it's, it's been ailment after ailment, ever ailment for this guy. And like, who are we to say you're okay to go? Who are we to say that you're okay? You know what I'm saying? So that's why a lot of people are so taken back by it. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, man, leave the poor dude alone. It's not like, it's not like to me he it's like Barry. He's like, Barry was hundred percent healthy still had way more meat it, or tread on the tires. He could have gone a few more years. He was in his prime. And he didn't leave because his body was hurting him. You know what I'm saying? If if Andrew Luck's body wasn't hurting him, he was 100%. To me, I don't think he's the kind of person that was just – Right. Well, get the money and run. We, you know what I'm saying? Right, we've seen,
0: we've seen the fire that he has. If he was at 70%, I think he would go. Right. And Yeah, like I was talking about the – 2 years ago people were questioning if he would ever play again because of his shoulder and he said you know sitting out that season was tough for him but if he th- these are his words if i'm ever at the point where i have to choose between me and football again i'm choosing me and i i don't see why anybody should be mad at him and i've seen people be like oh well we work tough jobs too it was like if your job is killing you and you have enough money saved up to Live a good life, why would you continue to work? Especially when your job is to have 11 people try to kill you uh, 16 days a year.
1: Right. You know, this is, you know, you watch football. Football is your modern day gladiators, man. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, MMA. People want to go in there and see these dudes you know, deliver thwacks, deliver those punches, those kicks. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, people like that shit, but they don't realize on the flip side is that these people are – it's detrimental to their health, to their body. Right. You know what I'm saying? And at, and at one point, who are we to – like I said like I said before, who are we to say that I don't think you've had enough? You can go right. in there and take some more. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, like, like as a Lions fan, I was upset that Barry left. Very left on the whole, whole business technicalities, you know what I'm saying? I, I think I think that is more egregious leaving, you know, than saying, "Hey, I physically can't do this no more. I cannot yeah. physically do this no more." It's just like understandable, man. You know, you're doing this because literally, dude, like the oh, the wrong hit could change that man for life. The way he walks, the way he moves. Talks the way he pisses, even like you said. So, yeah. you know, I can't, I can't hold anything against him. I just, uh, you know, uh, God bless him. I wish him the best of luck. You know, and I, and I, and I, hope that, you know, his ailments aren't, you know, so everlasting where you can't live a good life and you know run around with his kids because you know I'm sure all that is all that is going around in his head. You know, his when he was giving his speech and he talked about his father and his and, and his family and his wife. And his, you know, his teammates. He got choked up. I believe that's 100% genuine because I don't think Andrew Luck is that person. You know what I'm right. saying? So I think this is hurting him more than a lot of people realize. And and when they when it comes to that, I think people need to be supportive. And that's and that's tough to say to be supportive towards a hundred millionaire. You know what I'm saying? When right, right.
0: You're, don't you're don't feel too bad fan. for
1: him. Right.
0: He kind of got gypped a little bit. It just in like the way that his retirement retirement was announced, like. It's almost poetic because, you know, his playing career was stunningly cut short like this, but his whole plan was to have a press conference today at 3 PM where he's in a suit and he's got everything planned out. Everything's cleanly written the way he wants it to be. That's not how it worked out for him. Adam Schefter from ESPN, you know, breaks the story in the middle of a Colts preseason game. Like, to me, it's like Adam Schefter kind of owes this guy an apology a little bit. I understand he's just doing his job, but, like, shit, you really needed to report the news at that very second. Like, you got his teammates, and you see fans in the crowd finding out the news while they're at the stadium. You know, he has to what? deliver his his, his uh, retirement press conference in a, an athletic T-shirt.
1: Yeah, it's kind of shitty. I, I agree with you there, but you know these, these, these media types, man. And you know, if you're gonna break that big story, it's not like Adam Schefter needed to break the story to like give himself a right. name. He's already known. You know what I'm saying? I, I could I could I could see if this came from somebody who wasn't known, and you know what I'm saying he's trying to make a name out of him or herself. You know, I could see that mostly from them, but yeah, I sometimes man, it's just that it's, it's, it's a business, you know, it's a monster, it's a machine. And uh, unfortunately that Andrew Luck got caught up into it, man. And I, I think he, he as a person, as a, being a good human being, he is deserved a lot better than that. So yeah, I didn't, I didn't really look at it like that, but it's a valid point.
0: Yeah. And I'm just, this is how I'm going to remember Andrew Luck. He was just, he was just resilient to the end, you know, he won the 2018 Comeback Player of the Year. This is the season he's coming off of. He was second in touchdown passes with 39. He was behind Patrick Mahomes, who, you know, just threw 52, I believe. He was fifth in passing yards. And this is, this is coming off almost two straight years of not being able to practice at all. Not only right. that, you know, the Colts, we know that they won a playoff game and got to the second round and faced – Kansas City but they were one in five at the start of the season they they've won nine of their last 10 regular season games including of uh, week 17 they had to win at Tennessee where the winner goes to the playoffs loser goes home like to me he just like I said his legacy will always be that he could have been one of the greats he could have been in the air of Marino and Brady, and Peyton, and, you know, soon Rodgers, and I think Mahomes will be up there, and, you know, just the greats, Montana, I could keep naming great quarterbacks. He could have been up in that right. air, but, you know, pun not intended, he had some of the worst luck I've ever seen, not just injury, but just the, the team that was put around him throughout his career. He really worked with less than a lot of great quarterbacks have to work with.
1: Agreed, 100%, man. P- prayers to that, man. Um, and, and and it sucks to see him go, but it is what it is. He's got to do what he's got to do for himself right. because no one's going to look out for him the way his family himself is going to look out for himself. Right. So
0: exactly. So, yeah, just one quick question. Like, if, if you're the Colts, what do you try to do here? Because they do have a team that can compete. You know, they got Jacoby Brissett at quarterback do you try to yeah. trade for a quarterback right. now do you just play the season out
1: no i think i think you go with Brissett. you put it because i think Brissett when when he was out Brissett st- brissette stood up and did his damn best and didn't do like a a, a bad bad job you know what i'm saying you did an okay job i think you just give it to Brissett and you ride out the season you gotta do what you gotta do yeah. i think um have I don't want to say an excuse if you do bad uh, this season but you got have you get it's a reason yeah. it's a reason why you and you know that reason has to be uh, accounted for because you know no one was no one was expecting this I think the organization was totally blindsided by it the players were blindsided by it so I think in, in a way you almost gotta have to get a pass so I think you write it out with you go were um if you could put together some kind of package deal, to you know, to do something before the trade deadlines and stuff like that. Yeah, I could see that happening too, but I just say you ride it out with Jacoby Brissett and um you see how yeah, it give goes.
0: A, give him at least a tryout year. He's earned it. Right. Yeah, I agree. I agree. But um I don't know, how would you react if um you know, you know, there was there was some debate and discussion going on because Stafford hadn't played in the preseason for the first two weeks and Patricia wasn't being real open about the situation like what's your reaction if the middle of the third preseason game Stafford's not playing and somebody breaks the news that boom he's done he's not playing anymore
1: I'd be I'd be upset I don't think because if that in that case, man, I don't think Andrew. I don't think the organization knew Andrew was going to do this. It, if if it went down like how you're saying it with the Lions, I think the organization knew about it, would know about it. You know what I'm saying? And then uh, it, it, it it to me would be God. You know, it's just like wow. Uh, I would I wouldn't know what to say because half of me would be like, oh God, thank God. <laughs> didn't have me he'd be like okay but well, who do we got to back up you know what I'm saying who's gonna step up and and be our guy now you know what yeah. I'm saying and we're like totally back to square one but if he did that in the middle of you know retired retired in the middle of this I'd be I'd be upset because there's there's no transparency with this organization you know what I'm saying they they weren't saying anything these organizations were coming out and saying yeah we're playing our guys. We're not playing our guys. I think it's stupid to play them against preseason. They get enough reps together; they're good as a squad. All right, I can take that. But When you come out, and you don't say anything, and Stafford comes out and is like, "Yeah, I'm retiring, bro." What kind of trust are you gonna have in this organization? Right. You know, what I'm saying it's already shaky trust as is. I think that would that wouldn't go that wouldn't go over at, uh, well at all. I think it, ooh, Andrew Luck would walk away unscathed. I think Bat mm-hmm. Stafford would be uh, pitchfork and uh, you know and uh, torched out of town. To be honest with you,
0: yeah, yeah, I couldn't see that ending too well. I'd, I, I would, I would mm-hmm. put the question in my, I would, I would phrase the question to myself. But the Dolphins have had a different quarterback each year since I was ten, so <laughs> it doesn't really work. Right. Yeah, but I, I think this is definitely the best move. For luck, like I said, it's it's shocking. I'm still kind of processing it because it was one of my favorite players to watch. He, he was like JJ Watt. Like he's never been on one of my teams. In fact, he's played against my team a couple times. But just one of those players that you like, you want them to get to the highest level possible because there's like an aura around players that don't win Super Bowls that like they weren't good enough. Like you know, football is a team sport. There are so many great right. players that have never even got to the – even sniffed a Super Bowl, you know?
1: Right. Most definitely, man. So, yeah, he just, he's, he'll just he be one of those players. that assume he's a good human being. And it just sucks when, you know, I'm not saying you you deserve this if you're a shitty player. Right. But – or a shitty human being, you know, but – um, it, it, it's harder when it, you're a good person, and you can you mean, and, and and when you see it happen to good people, I
0: think it just you know it, it just ugh,
1: the suck factor is just way higher when that
0: happens. Yeah, like I remember the, the Dolphins and Colts were playing each other last season, and they were both in playoff position. Like I think they were both eight and six or eight and five at the time. And it was – it was uh, the Colts had the ball. It was a tie game. It was third and one. And they pulled out the Philly special, you know. They do a reverse to yes. a wide receiver. They throw it to the quarterback. Who ca- it was like third and one, and they threw it to Andrew Luck. And I was, like, scared for him, you know. And this is me watching the game as a Dolphins fan, and he's tearing up my secondary. I'm like, <laughs> what are you doing, man? Like, you're going to kill this guy for, you. you know – you, you, you it would be better off, you know, sneaking in for a yard, but you, you know, you have a, a wide receiver. I don't remember who it was throwing a wobbly pass and luck, you know, jumps and extends and uh the dolphin safety, I think it was TJ McDonald came up and does his job, you know, delivers a hit to Andrew Luck who catches the ball first down, you know, it's great first down on everything, but dude, you just put your quarterback in one of the most vulnerable positions when you could have snuck it. You could you can do a one. I was like I don't know. Like the Colts right. to me to have Peyton Manning and Andrew Luck as your quarterbacks from nineteen ninety nine to two thousand eighteen and only come away with two Super Bowl appearances. I feel like that's like one of the biggest marks on a franchise like that.
1: Oh most definitely man it just well you know what it could have shoulda feel bad but no you gotta move on from it, right? Move on.
0: Speaking of um, surprising things, moving on, dude. I feel like just a month ago we were talking about Spider-Man: Far From Home and the next phase of Marvel, and now we're at a, a point where Sony and Marvel, or Sony and Disney rather, they have kind of severed relations, and it looks like Spider-Man will not be a part of the MCU at least for the foreseeable future. Right. And you remember a a couple episodes ago, while we were recording, Marvel announced like a bunch of their new movie titles for the next three or four years. A a Spider-Man movie was not on that list to be named. So I feel like there was something going on that we just didn't know about.
1: Yeah. And, you know, Kevin Fig said that this whole Spider-Man thing wasn't going to last long. So I think they knew about it. Um, I remember in our last podcast, I wasn't, I'm not too upset with it because I didn't want him, to, I didn't really want him to be part of the MCU anyway, you know what I'm saying? I would I wouldn't mind a, you know, cameo here and there, but I wanted standalone, you know, like Tobey Maguire type movies from Tom Holland, you know what I'm saying? I wanted, you know, just standalone, um, spider-man movies i think it just sucks because the fans always get the raw end of the stick you know what i'm saying these guys Correct. don't I, I feel like these guys on you know these sony's execs and these disney execs, they really don't see the passion that people have for for spider-man you know what i'm saying he represents represents a lot of good in the people you know what i'm saying and, and and a lot of fans dire fans you know you take that and run with it dude and it's part of their life you know whether people like to admit it or not you know it, it, it plays on how people you know go about their everyday life you know what I'm saying if you grew up idolizing Superman you're going to try to be like Superman you're going to try to like help out people when you need to or this that and the third kids going to grow up want to be a, maybe a cop or you know want to be a surgeon or something to help out people but like Spider-Man means so much to people man and to take him away like this i think it's unfair but then again stanley's daughters behind it saying you know what when my father died disney did not reach out to us you know what i'm saying they didn't you know yeah. didn't you know, didn't see how we were doing you know what i'm saying it was just a hey who's taking over type deal you know what i'm saying kind of like you know with no pun intended kind of like a blip right you know his death was just a blip and and for people that you know, sit there and have had Stan come in their their lives through his illustrations. Um, I don't think, you know, they look at it like it was a blip. You know what I'm saying? Right. I don't think his daughter I don't think his daughter does either. So, you know, in that sense of the word, I think Disney needs to um,
0: They need to check themselves.
1: Need to check themselves and they need to start catering to these comic book fans. Right. You know what I'm saying? I think the MCU did, does a great job to bring non-comic book people into the comic book world, and maybe as you know, a byproduct, people are going to start picking up comic books and start, you know, you know, you know, thumbing through the panels and seeing what inspired or or, or what made it so passionate for people like um, uh, Stan or people like Bob Kane, the creator of Batman. Man. I'm saying, why is it so personal for these people? I don't, I and I think mcu or disney's not really seeing that and and that's what i think breaks stanley's daughter's heart because that's not what stan's about right you know what i'm saying that's what stan stan stood for so i'm kind of upset that he's not part of the mcu and, and the other end and the other end i'm kind of glad he's out with disney because if disney's gonna start doing this to the legacies of our great you know superheroes you know, I, maybe I really don't want Disney anywhere near Marvel at this point. You know what I'm saying? Right.
0: Yeah. I mean, Disney has its hands in, like, all of our childhood. Like, obviously, we grew up with Disney. We grew up with Star Wars. You grew up with these characters from the Marvel Universe. Right. And my gut reaction when I saw the story break was, oh, Sony. You fucked it up again, man. But you, you look deeper into it and it... The, the fault really lies with Disney because yeah. this, this, the type of contract was, you know, on the surface you're like, Oh, Disney just wants to make half of the movie profits because right now it's a, what? 90% of the movie profits go to Sony. 10% goes to Disney, but the merchandising profits are almost a hundred percent going to Disney. And that's something that can go on a lot longer than, you know, the movie profits. The movie profits are mainly going to be the opening weekend and then uh, the first couple weeks that the movie's on the shelves. But right. now that Disney's got its streaming service up in a couple months, you know, all of their movies are going to be there. People aren't going to be buying the movie. They're just going to be paying the 12 bucks for the streaming service and they can just watch it on there. Right. So, and uh, allegedly, um, like back when, they first started talking. This was like even before the to, the um, uh, Andrew Garfield Spider-Man movies. Sony and Marvel were were working on a deal, and this deal that they currently have or had rather, the one that they just broke. You know, Sony presented that to Marvel, and Marvel laughed at them. And then you know, four four or five years later, Marvel's like, okay, we'll do this. And now Mar and I'm Disney. I keep saying Marvel instead of Disney. And now Disney wants to take more than their than their agreed share. Dude, you're a multi billion dollar corporation. Like how much do you really need off of this one character? You got all these characters in the MCU. Like really the only one that's making money for Sony right now is Spider Man, you know, and, and Venom, because right. the Venom movie was a success. Which Exactly by the way, I'm kinda hoping that if it doesn't work out with Spider Man going back to the MCU, that, you know, I hope Tom Holland this is just me, like, dreaming. I'm hoping Tom Holland stays on to play Spider-Man and we see him as part of the Venom universe.
1: Yeah, I mean, that would be great. Like I said, I would love, I would absolutely love, love, love to see standalone Spider-Man movies. And yeah. and if if Disney can, can rent him, you know what I'm saying, for a cameo or a collab, yes, I can see that happening. You know what I'm saying? Or I I would want that to happen. But in in all actuality, man, like you said, we're said ah, Sony, you messed up again and rushed Sony. Sony's protecting, is protecting Stan Lee's legacy. I give Sony so much effing props for not wanting to pimp out Stan Lee's baby. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. People don't realize that Spider-Man is, you know, Stanley's baby. There's no he's, like he's
0: far and away one of the top two or three most famous characters of the Marvel comic universe.
1: And you know what's crazy too? And like I was telling my kids, because my, my son's not a DC fan. I said, Bro, do you know most of the guys that you like on Marvel were copycatted or plagiarized from DC? He's like, No, I'm like, where do you think Iron Man came from? Iron Man was based off of Batman. Mm-hmm. I go, Hulk was based off of Solomon Grundy. I'm like, Achilles, you can go back, and the most successful Marvel characters were plagiarized from DC. Spider Man was like on his own. There was like, right, like, OG, absolutely 100%. And people don't realize that that is Stanley's baby, and to besmirch Spider Man. Shame on Disney for trying to do that, man. Shame on them for doing it. So like I'm 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 team Sony at this point. Put out all the Spider-Man movies that that you can stomach, bro, and that we can stomach. I could I could lo- I would love to see the whole Venom series take off with the Spider-Man series take off. You know what I'm saying? And um and I, I, I don't I don't need that to be the MCU to to, to to want right. to see that you know, what I'm saying I think they can be successful with pushing it in Sony's way without being part of the MCU. Like I said, if Fagin if, if and them want to have a movie, a Spider Man, come with this, and the third, I'm fine with that. But if Sony uh, keeps doing it, I don't think they need the MCU. For Spider-Man, you know what I'm saying? It's just going to suck for a lot of fans because it's not it's not all going to be in one right. place.
0: It's not going to you know have the con- continuity. But, yeah, I see no reason right. why Tom Holland can't do whatever he wants now. You know, he hasn't... I, I assume he didn't sell his soul to Disney to play Spider-Man in four movies, you know? Like, I assume he, he has the freedom to do whatever he wants, you know? Like, I mean, look at the way Far From Home ended, you know? Everybody in New York... No Spider-Man secret identity. Maybe he fucks off to San Francisco and runs into um. Uh, what's 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 Venom's name? Eddie Brock. Thank you, Eddie Brock. Yes, like you know, <laughs> maybe they left the door open just enough for uh, the writers to pick up on that. You know how the first Venom movie had the post-credit scene with um. You know uh, the carnage. Woody Harrelson. Thank Woody you. I'm drawing a blank on names. I'm throwing off. Oh um, you know, Woody Harrelson and Carnage. Maybe we, maybe in the next movie between Carnage and Venom, that's the post-credit scene. You know, you get.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, it, it. I I just think they could go so many ways, and I think Marvel needs to start sticking to. The comic books and not giving people the PC bull crap that they think they want, and you know what's going to end up happening. This is going to end up happening with with a lot of their characters, man. Because to be honest with you, man, I have, I have, and I'm not saying this just because oh, you, Thor's going to be a girl. I have like no inkling to see the new Thor movie where Thor, uh, where Natalie Portman right. becomes the new Thor. People were like, "It was such a good book. It was such a good series." I'm like, "Okay, it was such a good series, dude." It got written in 2015, after the Thor movies. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, so it's like a part of me is like, "What kind of bullshit propaganda is this?" You know, I haven't read it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna read uh, uh, Jane Foster's Thor. You know, because I'm, I'm curious to see how it goes. You know what I'm saying? But don't tell me that Jane Foster's Thor deserves. A, a, more of a spot because she had a she had a four year comic a, a comic book that's four years old series about her. When real people want to see Beta Ray Bill, who's been around for forty plus years and hasn't gotten his just desserts, that's who the real people want to see. Yeah. I guarantee it. You ask any real, real Thor fan, they're gonna say, "Hey, I'd rather see Beta Ray Bill." than... Than Jane Foster. And in Jane Foster, it could be a great series. Don't get me wrong. I've heard a lot of good stuff about people who've read it. You know what I'm saying? But I'd rather see Bad Ray Bill because he has gone through his just desserts. Jane Foster's like four years old, and everyone's like, oh, just make the female Thor. Because we gotta be PC. You know, we gotta can't have this blonde hair white dude running around everywhere. Oh my god, it's so racist, you know. It's like I'm I'm done with the PC bullcrap. I wanna see I you know, I'm not a bigot or a racist because i want to see you want true right i want to
0: see it how it is you
1: know? right like i don't i don't want to see i don't want to see a white black panther Boom. okay i don't want to i don't want to see an asian luke cage i want to see a black luke cage i want to see a black black panther i want to see you know uh uh, a guy Thor, you know, what I'm saying oh, it's like,
0: uh, like I want to. So see- there are so many members of the reptile family. We don't just need to see Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Why can't they be snakes? Why can't they be lizards?
1: Right. You know, and, and because because they're turtles, yeah. that's what we made them. You know, so that, that's you know, and and that's fine if they want to make lizards and snakes. Make lizards and but snakes, don't- man. But don't be like, oh, all of a sudden. Michelangelo's going to be a lizard because you know he's been a turtle
0: for too long. Right. It's like he's and always been a turtle. We've seen the result when you got know to mess with the ninja turtles, you know, like add a, a, a female ninja turtle to it. We've seen the results.
1: Right. Right. And you know what? I wouldn't be upset if they added a female ninja turtle because okay, cool, you're bringing a new character into the full awesome. I now I would be upset if all of a sudden they're like Michelangelo's going through a he transition. Will. It's just like uh, no, don't do that. Don't do that. Because now it's just like you're taking, you know what I'm saying? Like, like me personally, like if, if out like it, I've, I've heard a lot of, of people talk about this. So they're like, why is everyone so like hyped up about, you know, Miles Morales and, you know, no one says anything about Captain Marvel because like Captain Marvel, the original female Captain Marvel was, was a black woman and she was you know, an OG character that was an original right. character they made of hers, and then the, and then the first movie that comes out, they're gonna change it to a white chick with the uh, "I want to speak to the manager" haircut. You know what I'm saying, I'd be more upset. You know what I'm saying? Being a black fan of Marvel, saying, "Hey, you just took, you just whitewashed a black character, an original black character." You know what I'm saying? You know, you look at Miles Morales. It's like, why is, why why is it more hype over that than? then it should have been the yeah. female black marvel because now you're saying okay we're giving you our sloppy seconds we're giving you the sloppy uh uh uh, uh spider-man yeah you can be the token black spider-man you know what i'm saying right. but you but you just took a, a og character like captain marvel and made her white you know what i'm saying so it's just like so much contradictory you know where i would be more upset if you took an OG character like Cat the Marvel who was originally a female black female and all of a sudden it turned her white rather than giving them the sloppy second right. token
0: you get what i'm saying producing yeah. what was in the comic books like there're plenty of black actresses out there there's, you know the MCU hasn't used up all of them just because they made a black panther movie like <laughs> right
1: and there's so many and there's so many good like like black and 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 uh, uh, characters of color that you don't need to go and change Spider-Man to make him black, or you don't need to go change uh Superman to make him black. Bring out these these great characters who no one really knows about, and give them a face, give them a name, give them a character. Right. You know what I'm saying? Stop giving them floppy second tokens. That's such bullshit. I'd be pissed off if someone's like, "Yeah, um, we're gonna make a uh, Serbian Iron Man." i like, I don't <laughs> care. I don't give a shit. Give me, give me this uh, a Serbian OG guy, and I'll be like, that's cool. Right. Never heard of this guy. He's Serbian, sweet. This that the third, but don't give me a, a sloppy seconds. Don't make a token, you know, character out of uh, an original character. Yeah. You know, that's starting to bug the crap out of me. What Bring are saying. Like
0: Jane Foster can do her own thing, but don't call it Thor. Don't don't be like, oh yeah, it's just female right. Thor. Like, really? Like, Thor, he, he doesn't have a secret identity. His birth name is Thor, son of Odin. Like, Thor doesn't become Odin just because he now has the powers of that Odin once had, you know? So, Jane Foster can be her own thing. Don't. Uh, there was, like, this, this uh, really bad animated movie a long time ago called Racing Stripes where Snoop Dogg played an old hound dog, and he says... Mom always told me you can put boots in the oven, but that won't make it biscuits. Like, don't put my boots in the oven and tell me it's biscuits. You know, Jane Foster cannot become Thor because Thor is Thor. That's he, It's not like Batman and Bruce Wayne where other people can become the Batman once Bruce Wayne is dead. Because, you know, Bruce Wayne and the Batman are really two separate things. Thor is Thor. Like, he doesn't have a secret identity.
1: Right, I mean, he does have a he, doctor. I forget his name, but this was like in the beginning, where like right, right, right. you know, and at the after that, it didn't matter. And plus, and and if it doesn't fit the narrative, like like the, like what's like what's the, the uh, what's scribed on the, on his hammer is saying, he who lifts this hammer will be uh, is worthy enough to lift this right. hammer. Whatever they change, it, they change it to be now. They, or whoever lifts this hammer, right. it's no longer he. They go and change, they go and change, right, what's been written on Thor's hammer for years, right, right. to fit their narrative in this last three to four years. That's bullshit. Now, to me, you're you're re- going back and you're
0: rewriting history. Right. It's not like, you know what I'm saying? Like, to me, that's something that just makes Lord of the Rings so iconic because, you know, the Witch King of Angmar, the the leader of the Ring Race, no living man can kill me. Well, spoiler alert, I'm not a man and I can kill you. You know, like, it's not like that because that's the way the books were written way long ago by J.R.R. Tolkien. This is different. You're changing. Yeah, like, it's almost like you're changing the sacred texts, right?
1: Right. And it's bullcrap. And you know what? This, this the live action Lord of the ring movie uh shows is coming out they even said it you're you're not allowed to change this 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 this, right. this that that this the third you're not allowed to change none of this you're not allowed to change any of this canon none of it that's what uh Disney does not do for Marvel and Star Wars they're just coming up and changing canon left and right this is how we're yeah. gonna do it that the third I think I think stipulations definitely should have been should have been put forth during the MCU but then again Stan was the man to say all that stuff the next in line was was Kevin Feige and he's all about changing the canon he he's all about changing the narrative so you know what man it's it's going to be the real fans the real hive fans that step up and say this is bull crap. you need to stop doing this stuff and I think this was to me. It was an eye opener for real fans about you know with the whole Sony
0: Spider Man yeah. thing. And pray, pray that Disney never gets their hands on the Lord of the Rings.
1: Oh no! Well, <laughs> we know that stip- we know that there'll, there'll be stipulations and caveats to the production of you know the TV show or the or and or movie. You know, what I'm saying they'll they'll put a kibosh in that and let them know this is what you can and cannot do. I don't. I, I think the MC, uh, MCU has given DC and the uh, or or uh, given Disney free reign or Disney has given MCU free reign to change up any and everything. And, you know, it, at the end, it's just going to be so confusing with people that, you know, certain, certain superheroes are going to be this when they were that, you know what I'm saying? It's just going to be a hodgepodge, you know, I hope it doesn't end up like that, but that's the way it's starting to look to me.
0: Yeah. Um, We'll see we'll see where it goes, but yeah, at the moment doesn't look like Spider Man is gonna be uh, part of the MCU no more. But there's there's plenty of there's plenty of characters to work. On to more Disney things from day one. You and I we've been harping about utilizing you and McGregor's talents to play Obi-Wan Kenobi in a Star Wars movie and uh, we're kind of we kind of got our, our wish granted didn't
1: we obi-wan uh, tv shows coming to disney plus it's uh starting to record 2020 good thing is a director producers say scripts are already written so it's a for go it's a for sure thing it's a it's a go um i can't wait i think um like you said we're big fans of you mcgregor you know Ella guinness is such a great job playing the character i yeah. think um I think you and McGregor came reprised a role and did, and did a fabulous job on on, on a you know Obi Wan's character. But this is exciting, you know, coming coming off of you know you know the dust has even settled, settled yet on the Mandalorian um TV show, which. You know, I cannot believe we're getting a series out of that. That looks like you know a movie quality production. You know, yeah, and, you, and you're gonna get nothing less from Lucas Films and, uh, and and Disney and Star Wars. So I'm excited to see the actual series about this and have John Favreau be a uh, you know you know the driving force behind it. I think it's gonna be excellent, and I think it's just gonna it's gonna pull vault more series uh, uh forward for um Star Wars. I think. The Mandalorian looking as it is and probably maybe the, the, uh, the production going as smooth as it did. I think they have high hopes for this. I think it's going to knock it out of the park. And I think it's setting it up for shows like um, Obi-Wan. I think that's the reason why we're going to see more Star Wars things, uh, shows and uh, entertainment. Because I think this Mandalorian show is just definitely going to pull vault. So many, so much production for Star Wars that uh, they're gonna just keep on throwing money at it, and I think I think the Disney Plus is is gonna be a monster, and I think we're gonna get a lot of good uh, TV shows and entertainment from it.
0: I think so too. Yeah, and you know, from day one, we always wanted a movie. Getting a TV show, it's like there, there are there are a couple different ways to look at it. It's like, would you rather have one king size Crunch Bar or like a bag of all the mini? uh, fun size crunch bars, you know? Right. I think it gives an opportunity having a TV show, like say, say like uh season one is, ten, <laughs> is 10 episodes and seven of the episodes are just awful. You know, well, you can improve on that in season two, you know, like, whereas if a movie's bad, it's bad. You probably won't get another one. Right. So, you know, hopefully it won't be bad. i I'm super excited because Ewan McGregor, he is one of my favorite actors out there. And yeah, he really did the role of Obi-Wan Kenobi justice and ran with what Alec Guinness had provided him. Like that's, that's a tough spot to be put in. And we've seen a lot of actors and actresses try to pull that off and not succeed. And he's, he's one of the few that was able to.
1: Right. And, um, and, and reading a lot about it, um, you know we're getting these shows that that to me are gonna are gonna be successful, you know, and I feel like we're getting these shows off the backs of you know Rogue One and and Han Solo failures in the box office because you know the the Obi Wan was supposed to be a movie at first it was supposed yeah. to be a whole theatrical release and Disney wasn't happy with um, Rogue One or Han or, or Solo I don't know why I love them both um, but you know those the, the, those legacy. Uh, uh, Star Wars fans, they want the real thing, you know. So they don't want I mean, canon. So yeah. you know, they, they 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 moved away from those uh, those Star Wars, you know, I don't know, standalone movies, Rogue One type movies. But then that, that just pushes back the trilogy for Ryan Johnson. It pushes back the, the trilogy for the Game of Thrones writers. Um, and, and as a Star Wars fan, it kind of bugs me. But this kind of like softens the blow because we have something in between you know what i'm saying so um i'm, I'm excited to see you mcgregor come back like you said he's one of my favorite uh one of your favorite actors i just watched a trailer for um dr sleep which um he plays danny torrance from the original shiny movie oh, okay. this, is a stephen, this is a stephen king book yeah. so this oh. is after danny torrance grows up you know what i'm saying and like uh you know he he has flashbacks to the uh, to the um to the hotel to the hotel that shows him you know certain scenes from uh from The Shining and then it shows you McGregor walk back and put his head through the door where you know Jack Nicholson this is Johnny you know put his yeah. head through the door after acting it so that looks really creepy and um I, I definitely want to see that but Hugh McGregor you know coming off of that coming off this whole be one thing dude I think he's gonna have a Huge, huge next few years, man. And I just can't wait to see what Disney Plus does with Star Wars, seeing that we're not really too happy what they're doing in the MCU at the moment.
0: They are, they're really pimping up that Disney Plus streaming service, man. <laughs> like, they are really trying to get all of us. <laughs> right. And what is, is it going to be like, what, 12 bucks a month, they said?
1: $13. I think it's going to be, I think they have. You can buy it for like seven ninety nine, just a just a uh, Disney Plus. This is what I've been reading. I don't know if that's gonna change. Okay, but they're also bundling. They have a bundle for thirteen ninety nine, which I believe is gonna be is gonna be uh, Hulu, Discovery, uh, Disney Plus, and I think ESPN Plus because Disney owns ESPN. I mean, nah, why not you know? biggest sports uh, group in America. Why not in the world? is... Disney old up, you know, so I think you're going to get a whole bundle of that stuff for 39 and that's great, dude, because um, I could always have ESPN+, plus. I love Discovery Channel, um, and Star Wars and Marvel is right up our alley, plus all the, all the other Disney stuff, plus, and then you got the Hulu, you can get Hulu for the um, R-rated adult thing, so I think they're setting it up pretty nice, man, it's just, they need to fix what's going on in the MCU.
0: Right. And, like, they keep finding ways to like keep the MCU like going like the MCU in and of itself is really like a TV show made up of movies. Um, Right. But yeah, back to, back to uh, Obi-Wan. Like I love that, that we're getting this because there was so much space between what the events of revenge of the Sith and the events of the first star Wars movie. And, you know, some people will be like, oh, leave it to the imagination, bro. Like, you know, let us, you know, fill in the gap of what happened. But at the same time, it's cool seeing the possibilities of how one thing happened. Like, like you know, Rogue One was just the mission that got the plans to Princess Leia and set the whole thing, set the whole event of Star Wars in motion. You know, right. that's, that's cool to see because you don't think about it. And, yeah. To a point like it's it's nice to have some things left to the imagination, but if you can get a great movie or t v show then why not
1: yeah, dude, no, I'm with you too, like like i want i'm I'm curious to see where does this take place after what would it be episode three right. you know what I'm saying the episode, episode three, like like, we all know that uh, Obi Wan, he goes and watches over Luke as Luke's growing up, blase this, that, and the third. In between that, if you watched, you know, if you watched what you call it, um, uh, the cartoon, the Clone Wars cartoon, you find out what happens with uh, Obi Wan and Darth Maul. So it's well, like. It was it's be like my
0: next thought. Because, um, you know, Darth Maul shows up at the end of Solo.
1: Right. So it's like. like will it carry over into the uh, the Obi-Wan uh, show? I hope it does because there's that gap between episode three and four where Obi-Wan turns from a young dude to old man. You know what I'm saying? It's such a huge gap. So it's like, what happened in that gap? I hope they tackle that. That'd be kind of cool to see.
0: Yeah. Next time we're coming at you guys, we'll – have some Michigan and Michigan State football to talk about, and I'm sure, um, you know, some more breaking news will happen by then because, you know, two of the topics we talked about today, you know those those news just happened like this week, so it's crazy. So yeah, absolutely,
1: and uh, and and the f- further. Uh, Bloat your ego on your uh, Michigan State Spartans. Me and my other co host from Talking Shoe, we believe that Michigan State's going to be the, that dark horse team that everyone's going to overlook, man. And I really do think we'll get more. I know we'll get into more about that, but I see way more upside for your program than my program this year. And my program is being highly touted, and I think it's kind of fraudulent. But
0: we'll get into that next that's, week. That's a hot take. We'll get to it. All right. Something, Hi, to, something to grow on.
1: Absolutely. I'm Sasha.
0: I'm Joe. Thanks for sticking with us.
1: Later, guys.